I don't think uh, quite enough is made of the fact that when you're like when you're a football coach, you also probably want to watch a lot of football. But it's really like you just can't like if you coach evenings, which I do. Can just never, never watch the Champions League. It's a good job, really. Spurs are nowhere near getting back into the Champions League because I won't be able to watch any of the games anyway. Um, so, like, that's that's a positive, I suppose. Um, I know Spurs played on Thursday. I went out for dinner with my parents. I met my mum beforehand. My dad was watching the game, came after, and was just sort of laughing about it. So I don't think I missed much there. But the Champions League is so good this year. Um, I know, like, quite a lot has been made of like oh is this the best group stage ever or I don't know like stuff to that effect I don't know the answer to that like it's just some of the goals and some of the games look absolutely fantastic um I've had this thing for Tiago Alcantara for eight years in 2013 I saw him play for Spain under 21s in the final of the uh European Championships under 21 European Championships against Italy and like Morata was there and De Gea and Koke played, I think. Like Insigne played for Italy, a couple of others. Um, and he was like far and away the best player on the pitch. He scored a hat-trick in the first half. He was playing as a like a, a 10, an advanced midfielder. Um, and ever since then, I've just been like obsessed with the way that he plays. Um, like Barcelona, great. For Bayern, he's, he was amazing Like in some of those games. Um against Arsenal but even in like when Bayern beat Spurs 7-2 I was at that game they they scored it was Spurs were 1-0 up Bayern equalised then Lewandowski scored like an amazing finish before half time put them 2-1 up and they brought Thiago on at half time um, and Kimmich went to right back and Thiago was just like conducted the game orchestrated the game um, and a couple of his passes like they are just like long clips over the top that Nabry ran onto, but but they're done so like elegantly and beautifully, um, and so I was really happy when he was in the team that won the Champions League. And then when he came to Liverpool, I was like, oh right, you know this is one of the best midfielders in the world coming to one of the best teams, and it obviously hasn't happened. Um, the moments in which he's been really good haven't necessarily led to goals or chances being created or anything like that so for him to score probably the best looking goal I think I can remember um, I was really really happy about that I still can't work out if it bounced I've seen quite a few different angles I've watched it slow down um, but yeah just absolutely stunning um, I think we have to put Reese James in uh, like best one of the best players in the league category He's he's phenomenal. Um, I know Juventus are like they're not flying particularly domestically, but they've been good in the Champions League. Chelsea just well from the extended highlights I saw were amazing. Um, and yeah, Reese James is is ridiculous. Um, yeah, a couple of others. United don't really know what to to make of them yet. I've been trying to brush up on my Ralph Ranić. Uh, I don't know background. I've watched all his like coach's voice stuff. It's going to be interesting to see how that goes. Um, if Poch goes there, that will make me sad, but I would understand it. Um, but yeah, until they can get another holding midfielder, don't 
just yeah, just there, just a, no a notch below, level below. Um, who else? City, Christ, Man City are amazing, aren't they? They are amazing. The uh, the this will be if it's going to happen at any point. Them doing well in the Champions League, winning the Champions League, they did well last year. Obviously, got to final. Um, I just think it, it's going to be this year. That that team is amazing. Um, and yeah, English teams, English teams dominating Europe. Really, really great to see. Great to see. Yeah, I've got. I'm going to go to Spurs in a couple of weeks. Um, went to Leeds. Uh, broke down that game with with Emma uh, last episode. Um, and yeah, we've got got a couple of interesting games coming up. Um, we're actually all going to go as a family to Spursby Palace on Boxing Day, which I'm which I'm looking forward to. Uh, yeah. Anyway, this is a really fun episode. So uh, my friend Jack lives in Berlin, and he I, I had him on over the Euros and called him the German football correspondent. He's really coming through. Jack, you're really coming through. Thank you. Um, his connections have led to this episode happening. So this is with um, two Hoffenheim players, Judith and Franzi. You can, you can hear in the in the episode that my pronunciation of their names is not great. Um, so apologies for that. But um, but really, really good to chat to them. So they're in this, in this really, really interesting... Um, period for the club at Hoffenheim where the women's team are like doing really really well domestically and they're in the Champions League and in the Champions League they are well they've been joining a group with um, Arsenal and with Barcelona like two of the better teams in the in the competition um, and then they're also like yeah I mean they, so they did well last year in the in the League obviously finished third, getting to the Champions League. Bayern won the league um, by two points from Wolfsburg, and then they finished like away behind Wolfsburg. I think about fifteen points. Um, anyway, this year at the moment in the Fran Bundesliga, I think that's how you say it. Uh, Wolfsburg top played nine twenty two. Bayern played nine twenty one. Eintracht Frankfurt played nine twenty one. Hoffenheim played nine twenty. So it's pretty tight. Um, Anyway, thanks so much for coming on, Judith, Francie. Really, really nice to meet you both and uh, look forward to hopefully getting out for a game in, uh, in the new year. It'll be wicked to come to, um, come to see you play in person. Um, enjoy the break. You've got a couple of weeks off and you're back against Werder Bremen. So best of luck there. And hopefully you can, uh, you can at least rattle some cages in the Champions League. I think, and we mentioned this on the podcast, that's one of the things that's so impressive about Hoffenheim. Like they've got principles and philosophy and they'll just play everywhere on the pitch against whoever. Um, and if you go and look at some of the highlights against Barcelona, um, yeah, I mean, Barcelona are phenomenal, but they're still trying to play. So um, really, really good to, to hear a little bit about that. Anyway, enjoy the episode and I'll be back with another one fairly soon. Judith, you scored yesterday, right? Yes. <laughs> what was what was the goal like? Talk us through it. At first, I say sorry for my bad English, <laughs> but um, yes, I'm a defender, and it's uh, not a normal feeling that I score a goal. But yesterday, maybe it's my lucky day, and I scored. <laughs>
Nice. Uh, yeah, Jack was at the game and he uh, he said he sent in our group. He was like, Judas just scored. And I was like, that's that's wicked. That's wicked. <laughs> I wanted to start really with like talking about like your your journeys into Hoffenheim and like your your time at the club, I suppose. Franzi, maybe you could tell us a little bit about how how you ended up at, at Hoffenheim. At Hoffenheim? Um, yeah, it was um my story is a little bit funny because um my my mom has something to do with it um a friend of mine um was like uh, wanted to do a training at hoffenheim for like uh, where you can scout people or um young young girls and there was another Fra Franzi, and uh she she talked to my mom and she was like ah Franzi comes with us and my mom was like what no we don't know anything about anything and then yeah they my mom was like okay uh, what is that and uh, maybe i can join too and so now it, then it was like two francis um <laughs> and like the other girl um and yeah it, they they asked me to um to come to a training then after this scouting uh, training and uh, i went there and um yeah it was great like it was under 17 um when i when i um went there and um they yeah, they liked me and they wanted me to play for Hoffenheim. And then it was like a big decision um, because I had to um, go by train to the to the training and it took me one and a half hour. So, yeah, it was I had to discuss with my parents. OK, um, should I do it? Should I not do it? But in Hoffenheim, they they really focus on school also. And that was a big point why um, we yeah, we said yes. Um, so, yeah. That was my journey to Hoffenheim. A little bit, yeah, crazy, but yeah, I'm I'm happy to be here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's tough when you're like a teenager and like 17 is yeah. not that old to just like leave where you're from and do all that other stuff. Like that's that's a lot. Yeah, it was a hard decision, but yeah, I'm I'm glad I made it. Um, yeah, sometimes you have to do hard decisions to, uh, because you don't know what what comes out of it and now it's like champions league it's crazy yeah it's a crazy journey yeah yeah it worked out and judith you've been at hoffenheim for like 10 years right yes it's a long time <laughs> yeah such a long time how how did you how did you get into the club what was your what was your beginnings with the club like uh, i was 16 and play um in the team with boys and in the other team, it's a scouting team uh, with Gerd. And a scout from Hoffenheim saw me playing and contacted me. It's not a crazy <laughs> story like yeah. Francis, but an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> ah, she got scouted. I, I yeah. had to like sign in for a training, but no, it's like, <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> Her story is cool too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bit more, bit more traditional. Like you're a really good player, yeah. and someone sees you, and they want to sign you. Yeah. yeah, like it's like a dream. Like for a little child to be scouted, it's like um, wow. Yeah. When you were growing up, was that like was that something you were thinking about when you were playing? When I was little, I I didn't know actually that women play soccer and like professional and and yeah, I I just knew of I don't know Birgit Prinz uh, in Germany. Like the she scored so many goals. Um. So it was more like, okay, um, I want to play for only uh, like a, a man's team or so. But then I, I found, like found out like, oh, I can't play for for 
boys or men a men's team and then um yeah a, a whole new world opened up when when the whole scouting thing and um like uh, also um auswahl in germany we, we have like different areas where um, the best players play and um for women and then then it got more serious from time to time and um you had to like perform um yeah and then it it went like it's like a flow i i don't i never really was like oh i want to to be um the best in germany or something um or in the best league it just went like yeah just uh, train every day and um have fun um with the things you do and then yeah but it wasn't planned or anything because yeah i think the important thing is they you have fun and you have support from your family i think without them you um yeah it, you wouldn't be able to make it yes and or you have to like um, yeah do it on yourself or on your own and that's very hard i think for example like my parents drove me um to so many games and doing it alone would be would be harder and for you too yeah yes yeah that's it's quite well that's similar to some of the stories you hear about in england with like maybe well the, the like in in england once you get to 11 boys and girls after like they can't play together so there's so many stories of players who like they get to 11 they're not allowed to play with the boys mm -hmm. but then there's not enough even not enough girls in the area that they live or there's no one to like okay, I'm going to get a bus and we're all going to drive to this game and it just doesn't happen. So they just stop playing and then maybe come back to football when they're like 17, 18 or something. But they've missed like five, six years of development and coaching and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, on the like being driven to games, like there's some crazy stories I hear now where like if someone maybe doesn't have their parents who can drive them, like the club will just pay for taxis. So it's starting to happen a little bit more, but there's still such a big part of it, which is, yeah, if you've got a support network and family and friends or whoever, then that's going to be so crucial. What was it like playing with boys when you get to at 16? For me, it was like my home club um, because, yeah, um, the the level was okay for me. Um, it didn't have to be like um, the best boys team in around my uh, country uh, or like city um but yeah it got to a point as you said in, in germany it's like um yeah under 16 under 17 where you're not allowed to play with the boys anymore where where i had to like decide okay what do i do now and the next steps from the boys would be a very good girls team so that's um how how i got to hoffenheim because um yeah it's it's yeah clear that um women or girls like um boys lower teams are good or yeah sometimes better than girls good teams but yeah that's how i or why i had to play with the girls um but yeah my boy boys team was like it was cool i am um, i had fun uh, they were nice um and i'm happy that they're not they were not that competitive um because then yeah i kept the joy and yeah yeah and um i like it 
uh, to play with boys because it was funny uh, when I attacked from uh, from the um, from the other team player, and then they protect me like brothers. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's a nice. great feeling. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really nice. Franzi, have you always been a midfielder? Ah uh, no, I. I I've been also a defender. Um, yeah, when I was younger, I was I was tall always. Um, <laughs> so they put me like um, center back. Um, but yeah, I yeah I don't know why I play midfield now. Maybe my my skills were were okay to be midfield. But yeah, I like it better in the midfield because you can yeah you have you can be more creative also um, when you want yeah go forward. Um, but yeah, I've been also a center back defender yeah that's it's like that happens in england it's like oh the tall kid just put them put them center back yeah. like you can just win yeah. win headers and just like you can see everything yeah. yeah that happens that happens here as well um and judith you've play, always played in defense or not no um i was um more in the centrum and offensive but i think maybe five years i i'm a defender and it's okay. <laughs> yeah, you're scoring goals, like you're 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 still involved, so that's good. Um, you uh, so in the league, like Hoffenheim, you're flying, you're doing amazingly well. Would you, when you like thought about maybe expectations or thinking about what success was at the start of the year, were you thinking like being in the like at the top of the league? We had the goal to to perform very good, and last year was great because we um, were third in the league. Um, and I think it's always hard to, um, yeah, to do it, do it again or um, be good again. And this this year, um, our league is very close in, at the top. Um, so yeah, it's it's important to, yeah, every point is so important. And I think that's at the moment um, that's good for us because the other teams like usually Bayern always wins so they're so far away that you almost can't reach reach them and at the moment it's like okay um they lose they drop from second to fifth or something um and i think that's important for us too because now we can we go into the game and we know okay every point is so important we have to fight it, we yeah if we want to uh, be third or second yeah, and that's that's why we we um, yeah fight to the end. For example, yesterday, um, yeah, we knew okay. This even if it's a point, it's so important. Um, and yeah, that's why I think that's why we're um, so good at the moment. Yeah. No, I watched I watched the highlights from yesterday, but I was looking back at some of the some of the Champions League games, and like. You're playing it like Barcelona and Arsenal are like two of the best teams. Like, are they two of the best teams that you've ever played against? For me, definitely. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. I can't even describe it. Yes, it was special. <laughs> and and does, does playing against those sorts of teams in the Champions League help you when you're playing against the teams in the league? Does that um, like raise your level a bit or is that not really a thing? I think I think yes, um, personally. Um, for example, when we played against Barcelona in Barcelona last week or yeah, two, two weeks ago, um, we knew, okay, this is a whole other level. Um, yeah, we didn't have the time where we, uh, the ball very often. And then we played against Leverkusen 
and was like, okay, um, now we are, we try to be Barca and um, yeah. yeah, we definitely like um, looked at them and then tried to do it um, with our team and maybe that helped. Yes. But it could be, it also like, we have many players who play um, almost every game, 90 minutes. Some of them, it's it's not the best because they're like a little bit maybe slow with the head or something, and that uh, happens. Then yeah, they make a mistake, and um, they usually don't do. But because um, they have so many games, um, it's it's yeah, it's normal, it's human. But it yeah, it could be in both both directions, I guess. But yeah, yeah, for sure. I was looking back like. In, in the in the Barcelona game, you still had the ball. You were still trying to play. I was so impressed with like, there's so many teams, particularly in England, who is just like, there's just like this acceptance that, okay, we're not going to have the ball as much. So we need to like, you know, just, just worry about defending, but you were actually trying to play. And I feel like that's like, if you can keep the group of players that you've got together, and if you can keep working on those things, like, you know, next time you play them, maybe you draw them again next year and it's, and you're that little bit closer, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely also why we want to play because um, yeah, we know it's like we you have to you always against these teams you have to be um, a little bit better than you usually are and yeah maybe this time this it wasn't enough but um, we tried and now we can learn from our mistakes but if we um, yeah shoot the ball like uh, far away all, all the time we don't learn and yeah it's also our philosophy um from the coach to always try to to play and to learn from it yeah that's mm. i think yeah that would be great if we can next year maybe learn from things and and be better but yeah i was going to ask about that like what are some of the kind of the core principles of of, of hoffenheim or of of like the, the coaches that you're working with, are there certain things that they're really big on and that they're keen on that they're that you play with? Um, yeah, we we um, keep our focus on tactic, uh, tactic, tactic. Yeah, uh, yeah. definitely. Um, our coach is like very into it, and he's also good at it. Definitely. Um, yeah, and we have some principles, as you said. Um, also, yeah, things we can. In the game, we always can, yeah, think of, um, for example, yeah, trying to uh, play diagonal balls, um, yeah, or, yeah, also we we uh, always a mix, but more like not um, high balls, but on the on the ground, playing on the ground, um, and yeah, things like I don't know if you heard of like coming into the red zone and then. Um, yeah, from there, um, I, we we definitely have some principles we um, we can always think of in the game, and then. But also, he um, he yeah puts the tactic, and we try to umsetzen, <laughs> do it, like Im yeah. implement it, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, uh, yeah, yeah. You don't have to tell me what the tactics are. That's fine. That's a secret. No, no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I think I'm not allowed to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, the, the, the point about like, you know, coming into the red zone or, or like, you know, playing in areas of the pitch that sometimes you'd say, oh, that's dangerous. You can't play there. Like that's definitely from even like the Leverkusen was the 7-1 game, right? You won 7-1? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's like, obviously, there's obviously a difference just like watching the game between them and Barcelona or them and Arsenal. But like practicing in those 
that's why I was asking about the Champions League. Like when you then do it against Leverkusen, you're like, you've got that extra bit of time, that extra bit of space. Um, and it's just building the habit of of where that where that pass gets played or, or which side of your body you receive on. Um, and that's why I was interested, like when you for those, you know, you, you like play in midfield, Judith, when you were younger, now you play in defense or you're playing at the back and now you're playing in midfield. Do you think that there's there's a case for like every footballer to play in midfield at some point? Like, I feel like it's such a useful part of your development as a player to get used to having players on all sides of you and being able to see or having to see where pressure's coming from. Yeah, it's very important because um, in the uh, centre, you have more um, action and you must more reaction on um <laughs> the situation like the situation is yes it's quicker and you must um very ready in your head and uh, make quick decisions and when you uh, play defender uh, outside yeah it's not so uh, much people around you and you have the line and it's um you have more time yeah you have more time and i think in the middle you have more technique um and that's helped me when i'm defender mm. yes. yeah <laughs> for sure no no don't apologize that's great i think that's i think that's I think that's definitely that has to be true, right? And there's obviously some like even in Germany, like some like some high-profile examples, like in the men's game, where like Philip Lahm, he's like a central midfielder and he plays fullback, yeah. and you can see the parallels between those positions. Um, and he's yeah, he gets used in Kimmich now. Like when he gets it in the middle, he plays fullback, and he's just he's fantastic because he's so used to that, so used to that pressure. Who are the players that you like watching in the men's game or the women's game? Well, in the women's. Uh league or game um it's always been Tobin Heath who I like um as a young girl um looked up to um yeah as a player but also as a human like um yeah she's a big star in the US and I, I like that um yeah and yeah I when I was like um for with the women's as I said um I only knew um Birgit Prinz so she was a big part of my youth um, youth, yeah, and, yeah, youth. <laughs> sorry, um, no, no. yeah, and, and I've always been. It's funny that you said Philip Lahm because I, when I was young, I've always been a fan of him. Uh, yeah, I like him. Um, and yeah, now, um, in the men's section, it's yeah, so many good players, and I like watching um, Mbappé, Neymar, uh, Messi, like, I like um, to watch them, but. I don't really have someone who I like um, support or I don't know. Yeah, it's just yeah maybe Tobin Heath, um, but yeah. Nice. How about you, Judith? Uh, um, I like Jennifer Marusha. I know I don't know. Um, and Kali Lloyd. Um, she finished. Uh, I, she's an amazing player. And by men's, I looked up to Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> And I like from Germany, Mario Götze. And I like um, Jesse Lingard. Okay. Oh, yes. a nice mix. Real mix yes, of players. I like him. <laughs> okay. So you played against Tobin Heath. What was that like? Oh, 
<laughs> it was a dream for her. Yeah, it was like really a dream come true. I, I never, like when I was younger, I was like, okay, um, keep playing, keep pushing. Maybe you can play one day with her or against her. And then it happened and it was, uh, I can't describe, it's crazy. Because, yeah, she seems, always seemed so far away um, also when she played in the US. And then she went to uh, Manchester United and... I was like, oh, okay, that's close now. A bit closer. <laughs> yeah, a little bit closer. And then um, we, yeah, we got to the Champions League um, group stage um, and they, um, the, the um, choosing or... The draw, yeah. yeah. Yeah, draw, yeah, uh, with the teams. And then she draw like uh, Arsenal and I was like, Phew, okay, it's over now. <laughs> no, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, she was very nice. I got her shirt. Oh, cool. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, that's great. So it was like um, a full circle moment, I guess. But yeah, I like that's it. really cool. That's yeah. really cool. It'll be awful if she was just like horrible or really boring or really mean. That would be so bad. <laughs> she was nice. The level that Arsenal and uh, Barcelona are at, they're kind of probably going to be two of the best teams kind of in in Europe, in the world for the next few years. Like, it doesn't seem like they're, they're going to go anywhere. Do you think, like, uh, what? who are the other teams that you think are kind of in that category that you've played against? Um, that we ever played against or in, in the whole, like, Europe? Either that you've played against or that you look at and you think, oh, they're, they're amazing. Um, like, for, ex for, ex for example, like, when you play against Bayern, do you think, like, okay, they're, they're on that level as well? Um, me, personally... No, um, we played against them, and um, yeah, they're they're very good. It's so hard um, to to um, win against them, but on a good day, you can beat them for sure. But yeah, I feel like it's they Arsenal and Barcelona are a little bit another level. Yeah, I think Bayern and Arsenal a little bit closer than yeah. Bayern to Barcelona. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's good. I would say that too. But yeah, I don't know. I I I think uh, Olympic Lyon is um, very good at the moment. Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea for sure. sure. Yeah. Um, they have very great um, players. I think I don't know Wolfsburg. We um we won against Wolfsburg, so maybe yeah, they they're definitely on the top. But maybe this year, maybe not like um. Barcelona level or yeah there's some good know, teams yeah it's like wow the best of the best I know it's I think I would like to some sometimes um compare like US uh yeah US teams with uh Europe but they don't play that often against each other because I think uh this year um uh, played for you know where this oh. was um I, I don't know she she went overseas like um to to the US and they had a very great team. Um, I don't know which one, maybe I have to look it up, but yeah, um, they would be, yeah, it would be interesting um, how they play against, um, for example, Barcelona or something, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that would be cool. There's that, yeah. you haven't, we're not quite there with the like kind of club World Cup type tournament. Yeah. Like it's, we're still kind of kind of building it, right? Even I, I think probably the difference, like in the men's game, you'd probably say like no question, the best teams in the world are in Europe. Whereas like in the women's game, you could probably like there's a pretty good case that like some of these teams in the states, 
because of how much yeah. I guess how much investment there's been into into women's football across the country and in the national team there's a pretty good case that they'd be able to compete with some of these other teams yeah that would be interesting yeah as you said in in, in the uh, men's uh, it's like okay Europe and then the others are behind but yeah it's interesting mm. how the US women's team are compared to the European don't know yeah what what's the like at the moment like women's football in Germany seems like you've obviously got like some good teams the leagues the league's really really competitive has like the the kind of landscape changed as you've become like more I guess more established as as professionals like do you look back at maybe even five years ago and think this is really different I think it has changed um yeah there's a little bit a little bit more money in the league also some teams um connect with the men's team uh, for example Eintracht Frankfurt Frankfurt, <laughs> Frankfurt um, or yeah other teams but um, it's I me or we think it's um, behind leagues like um, yeah UK or also Italian now is it's coming yeah it's coming Italian league is coming um, yeah many many players want to play um, also, yeah, that's a problem for Germany. I think the league is not very good sponsored. Um, so, yeah, there are not not so many stars. For example, now Tobin Heath plays for Arsenal and um, fans come and want to see her. Also, when she comes to our game, I know some people, yeah, they only come, for example, because of Tobin Heath. And uh, in Germany, it's it's not like that. Um, you if you want to come, you can mostly come because you want to see the game and not, oh, that's a, a nice star or she plays, or um, I'm a fan of her. Um, I think that's something that's um, that's missed in German, in the German league, um, because, yeah, the marketing and everything is not so good, I guess, yeah. So, but it has changed um, also the, yeah, um, where we play, um, it's yeah mostly in stadiums or um, on or the trainings um, places are yeah yeah it develops definitely but um, it's not yeah you can't compare to UK or other leagues I think personally yeah mm, yeah it's just kind of you're just just waiting for someone to come and be like oh here's ten million pounds here's fifty yes. million euros to just like really really to really really back it it's funny because in yeah. i feel like the the wsl in the uk anywhere anyway it's like there's now a bit more sponsorships coming in and there's like kind of more of a like long-term kind of vision and plan and probably as a result like the league this year is so good like there's so many like spurs i'm a spurs fan like spurs women are, we're so good this year and we've had yeah. this big big jump um and yeah we're obviously chelsea and arsenal and Man City not this year but like those teams have been kind of ahead of ahead of everyone but yeah Brighton and Spurs and um who else Everton West Ham like all these teams Man United obviously like all these teams are kind of they're really really creeping up and that I mean a huge part of that I feel like is is kind of an investment in the league more more generally what's your what's your schedule like like are you tra how many times a week are you training and um, like what's your what do you do when you're not playing football our week um, is full with training, but uh, we live in Heidelberg. It's a nice city in Germany, and we, uh, yeah, 
at the moment we only play soccer and we enjoy it and we meet friends or go to our family um or do some hobbies yeah uh, and we trained every day yeah Oh, it's um it's difficult at the moment because of Champions League. Oh, uh, yeah. We can't really say like okay, our our week is like this, or we train Monday, Tuesday, blah blah. Um, but usually, if we don't play Champions League, we play we train Monday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday in the evening, and um, we have like we have um, power training on Monday. We have power training and on Friday um, optional power training. So it's yeah sometimes two times a day um but yeah mostly we have tuesday off and that's i think that's the most important thing like the other days are like okay do um you can do individual training with our trainer on thursday maybe but yeah tuesday is always uh, free um when we we don't play champions league but yeah this this year is a bit different because um yeah sometimes we had um on a saturday it was free and then we had two weeks where with traveling and seeing the team and um, even yeah physio and stuff where we had two weeks um, no day off and then yeah it's different definitely but fun though right like you're enjoying Champions League football yes one hundred percent yeah it's a, a great experience I think yeah we we tr or I try to enjoy it because you don't know when it will be. Um, another time where you play Champions League but yeah it is uh, very fun and it's great but it's I never thought that it would be so um, even if you don't play it would be so also exhausting yeah or hard because you're maybe three days with the with the team and then you have the another day you have training again so you don't even have the time for yourself and that's something I need for example if I'm um, a lot with groups and I need my time and I, I didn't expect that to be so yeah so hard but yeah I enjoy it anyways <laughs> yeah you need that downtime whatever whatever your job is whatever your like even if yeah. you love your job obviously being a professional footballer is like amazing but like you still need time to yourself for sure um yeah. but I was gonna say you you you're gonna be in the Champions League forever now this is it Hoffenheim are like established as a top tier club I hope so. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that, yeah. I think we're on a very good way, or yeah, path. Um, I hope we can. Yeah, the next year also. We. I hope the best would be to be qualified against this year. But it's yeah, it's it. It is tough. Um, as I said, like you have to, like every point is so important. Um, because in the end, it's maybe it's even a goal, and you you didn't make it, and that would be like the worst case. But yeah. We we definitely believe in it and yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 exciting. I'm excited to see excited to see how you do. I'm hoping to come out to Germany in the new year, so I'll definitely definitely try and get to a game. That'll be really fun. That'll be really really fun. Are there players that you look at now and you think, okay, I don't know, they're really good at this this one thing, or like there's a little bit of their game that I wish I could have and take it into mine. Or are you more players that focus on like your your development and your your improvements yourself? I think I, I try to focus on myself, um, but yeah, for sure. If I if I watch uh, men's games or yeah, I definitely um, 
see how they do in the midfield. Um, for me, it would be um, in the men's, yeah, men's um, league, it would be Joshua Kimmich, for example, how he, yeah, the, his um, calm on the ball and, and stuff like that, or Toni Kroos with his passes um, and, yeah, he sees the field, he turns his head, like, almost, I don't know how often. That would be the players where I, yeah, look, okay, when I watch a game, um, I, I try to see what they do. Um, in the women's league, also I, I can't think of anyone who I like really, but yeah. Um, for me, it was when we play against Barcelona ah. and I fascinated, for example, from Alexia Putea. Mm -hmm. or Hermoso yeah. and I think the first contact and the quick play it's amazing and that yeah I look at and say whoa <laughs> that would be nice when I have this <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be that'd be cool yeah I remember I was watching that so the, the Champions League final last year when they played Chelsea and like in the UK it was like oh Chelsea Emma Hayes is a genius da, da, da. and then just like within 25 minutes the game was finished and it was like oh no Barcelona are ridiculous yeah yeah are you planning on getting to any uh Euros games yeah I personally thought of it but um at the moment like yeah no I can't I I try to um yeah take the time in the in June um, for myself, family, uh, maybe going on vacation. Yeah, that's why I don't plan on going on to a game. Will you go? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're looking at, there's obviously some London ones, but there's some stadiums in the UK that like I've never been to that would be fun to go to. Um, so hoping to. But yeah, fair enough. Like your life is football. Your holiday doesn't have to be football. <laughs> But I love watching the games on TV or somewhere. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'm excited, even if I don't play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, well, yeah, if you've got training tonight, have a good session this evening. When's your next game? In two weeks. Yeah, in two weeks. Oh, yeah, we time. have, um, because it's national um, off time for us, <laughs> national time, yeah. We don't have a game on, on the Wednesday, uh, on the weekend. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah. And we play against Bremen. Better Bremen. Be, be a good game. Um, great. Thank you so much for your time. Really nice to meet you both. And like I say, hopefully uh, hopefully in the new year, I'll come out and see a game and, and it'd be nice to, to meet you in person. That would be great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I really Thank you. It. Yeah, me too. <laughs> great.